0: This is Answers for Life with pastor and Bible teacher, Sarah Gardner. Join Pastor Sarah as she opens God's Word to help you learn to live an abundant life of faith. We want to equip you with discipleship tools for everyday life. Now, here's Pastor Sarah with today's message. Courageous Faith Takes Action.
1: Welcome once again to Answers for Life. We're continuing on Courageous Faith Takes Action. I hope that you have enjoyed what we've been teaching, and I know you're learning. I know you're growing in the Lord because uh, you could hear all this real truth and not grow. So stay tuned and take in the Word of God again my father i pray that those that hear this message they'll have heart to receive and ears to hear your word my father in jesus name so be it so our action pay attention to this our action activate the holy spirit to manifest god's power to do miracles It's God's power that does miracles. We can do no miracles. We cannot perform miracles. But with God's power, we are used many times to perform miracles that we need for our lives and then for the lives that we are helping others also. I always wanted to be a big tree. That many people would come under my tree, and find fruit, pick fruit from my my tree. That was my my prayer that I used to ask God. I want to help many people. I want to help many people, and God took me at my words, and uh, he took me serious and he made me help many people by starting many churches in Michigan and one in Naples, Florida. And now on the internet, I uh, I help many, many people. And I hope that I help you wherever state you are. In Jesus' name. If you are born again, You live in the kingdom of God already. You have days, you should have days of heaven on earth already. All the Bible that God gave us, the New Testament, the epistles, all the word of God that God has given us, it's for us today. It's not for heaven. We're not going to need none of these instructions. We're not going to need none of this teaching in heaven. We're going to be with God, and we don't need none of this. But it's for this life to have abundant life, to have enough for ourselves, and then more to give it to others. And this revelation that God is given to me, I want to reveal them to you, and so I want to encourage you that you can obtain this kind of life with God. That there is no other uh, life better than this. You are connected with the supreme power, with the source that is so bigger than all this uh, this world that we see. And so, God connects us with him, and we can receive from him and obtain this life that I'm talking about. So, I have been talking about many things with you, but I want to tell you something that is dear to my heart, and I want to give you two verses and we begin with these two verses, and then we go on and tell you more truth about the Word of God and more miracles that God has done in my life, hoping that it uh, encourage you to walk this walk of faith because faith is the only thing that works in this world. Nothing else works nothing else works because faith pleases god and without faith we cannot please god so therefore if we want to please god we want to do what the bible says to do so let's go to second peter 1 3 and 4 as this divine power is giving us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue. I read in No King James. And so now let me explain to you this verse. Do you see that according to this verse, God has already given us? It's not going to give it to us just because we fast and pray. He's not gonna give it to us just because uh, we, we do some kind of sacrifice, uh, uh, we pray all day long. No, He's already given, gave it to us the minute that we receive Jesus Christ in our hearts. He gave it to us all this night's up to us to activate these things that God has already given us. And it's up to us to get it from the word of God and practice and use them for our lives. Now listen to listen to this. Let me explain this one verse. As his divine power is given to us, you notice as present tense, he's already given it to us. All things that pertain to life, life here, in this life, not life when we're gonna be with him in heaven. No. Life here. Through the knowledge. Which knowledge? The knowledge of the Bible. The knowledge of the Word of God. Through the knowledge, we get to know the will of God. Through the knowledge, which of Him, of Him who? Of Jesus, who called us by glory and virtue. He called us. You know, many people say, well, I'm not being called to this. I'm not being called to that. But all of us have been called to receive this divine nature. All of us, we've been given this divine nature by which verse four by which have been given to us. Notice have been given not that it's going to give us if we pray long enough it's already been given to us exceedingly great and precious promise when you read the bible and you find those promise make those promise yours say this promise is mine i'm going to activate this promise and i'm going to see what I want to see from the Word of God. That through these, these, that through these, what what are these? That through these promises, you may be partaker of God's divine nature. Through the promises, you see, if you don't read the Bible, you're not going to, Find the promise that God has already provided for you and me. Having escaped the corruption of this world. This world is corrupted. It's messed up. But we don't have to be messed up. We don't have to be corrupted because we pertain to another world. We belong to, a, to another kingdom. The kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God, we belong to him. We have a different king that we follow. We have a different master and a different king that loves us so much that he wants to give this life abundant, that he wants to demonstrate his power in our lives so other people can see what we have. And they're going to want it, what we have, and obtain it. They can obtain it. So, you see, it's obtainable. And I'm going to tell you an experience that God got involved with me, and it's going to bless you, and I hope that you learn, and that I make you so excited. And I convince you to walk this walk with God. It will profit you the gospel will profit you the word will profit you those promises that they are written for you will profit you the reason why i share my testimonies to encourage you to believe and for you to do the same thing i'm doing so stay tuned and Receive this teaching, you will receive also result for your life. My son, my first son, he was in college and he met a girl from another side of the world. And so she, uh, from where he was, far away from where he was. And so they met and they liked each other and looked like they were serious. So she said she was a Christian and so they started liking each other. Well, um my son wanted me and my daughter to go to this place. And we used to go to this place often to shop for Christmas. And so... My daughter and I, we went to this place to shop for Christmas, and we checked this girl out. And so more than that, we were there for two weeks, and my daughter stayed with a friend of hers, and this girl said, Why don't you stay with us? So I stayed with this girl and the mother of the family two weeks. And so this girl had made plans that while we were visiting over there later when we would leave this place where she was she was going to fly with us and come and spend two weeks with us and then fly back home to spend Christmas with her family. So while we were there, I have uh, observed how they were living, what they were doing. And so my son, my second son, said to me, said, Mom, you know, when we come home from college for Christmas for two weeks, we always enjoyed our fellowship together, as four. We would pray together, we would read the Bible together, have Bible studies together, and play together. We would, us, us four, we would have a lot of fun together. And my second son, this was my first son he had found this girl. My second son said, this girl's gonna come and be with us for these two weeks. And if this girl is not for my brother, Why should we have her here and, uh, you know, with us and interfere with what we want to do? Because we really had fun together. And so we didn't want no interference. So as we went shopping, we went and uh, we observed, you know, I observed the house where this girl was raised, the mother, the parents. And I noticed that the mother, the parents, were so busy. I had never seen the parents read the word, worship, or pray, or anything like that. I only saw the mother all day long in the kitchen cooking, and she had seven dogs. She was so busy with those dogs. And then when uh, everybody would come home at night, because the daughter worked and the son worked and and the whole family worked, the mother was home alone with these dogs. And I never saw the mother read the word or worship or or pray. But they supposed to be Christian. In my mind, I thought, wow. What kind of Christianity is this? We were used to it. (laughs) I had raised my children to read the Word daily, to worship, to praise, to pray every day. So that was our lifestyle. So I'm observing this. So then uh, just before we were going to leave, I went to see where my daughter was staying just for one day. And then we're supposed to pick up this girl. The last hour, us, uh, us staying there. We're supposed to pick up this girl because she was going to fly with us. But when we got in the car, I got this understanding, and I said, I, I, I start talking to my daughter. I said, Tracy, I really don't want this girl to come. She's going to spend two weeks with us. We're going to be interfered that we're not going to be free to pray, to worship together, to play together, and and to have fellowship together because my kids only were going to be with me for two weeks for Christmas vacation from college. And so I said, I really don't want her to come. I said let's pray trade that she don't something happens that she not going to come and the news had uh, had said that, uh, that there was going to be so much snow in uh, Michigan so the mother her mother heard the news that in Michigan was going to be so much snow that people make it stuck and not make it back home, those that were in Michigan and they had to go ho- home or, or they had to go another place. So the mother heard the news and she got this fear that the daughter was going to come to Michigan. She was going to get stuck in Michigan and she was not going to make it in time to spend Christmas with them. And I got this, uh, this knowing, this understanding that this this was going to happen and I wanted it to happen, <laughs> that somehow this girl would be stopped from coming to Michigan to our home and spend two weeks with us because we didn't want no interference. I already had made up my mind. I had observed enough that this girl was not for my son and I didn't want her to come because nothing was going to come out of it. And so I told Tracy, I said, let's pray, and let's pray the prayer of agreement, which is found in, I think it's Luke 10. And so I had it in the notes, but I don't have time to go to the notes. And so there is a prayer of agreement that Jesus says, if two of you agree on anything, Whatever you agree, God will do for you. So I told my daughter, I said, let's offer God the prayer of agreement. And uh, so we, took, we, we said the prayer of agreement, and I truly believed that God heard our prayers. And I was so sure, I was so sure that God had heard our prayers. Then I turned to my daughter and I said, Tracy, now listen to me. We prayed, God heal, heard us, and something's going to happen there. I said, when we get there and the girl tells us, I cannot come to Michigan no more. You do not start saying, oh, why not? Why this? I said, Because we would aggravate God if we do that. Because we prayed, and God heard it. He's going to do it, and you cannot talk like that. She goes, what do you you want me to say? You, I'm glad that you're not coming to Michigan with us. I said, no, you don't have to say that. But you can remain silent and don't make no comment and she goes, but I have to say something. I cannot just say nothing. And, and these words came to my mind to tell my daughter. Just say, well, your mother knows best. Obey your mother because she knows best for your life. She goes, oh, okay. At least I can say something because she thought she was not going to say nothing at all. And so, so we, after my daughter, because I had to kind of convince my daughter, because she goes, uh, we got to show to her that we feel bad about it, but, but it's lying. I said, if we show to her that we feel bad, it's hypocrite. It's hypocrisy. We, we want this to happen, and God's not going to like it if we are hypocrites. <laughs> I said, we cannot do that. We have to not make no comments. And so anyway, I had to convince my daughter to remain silent and not to mess up the prayers that we had prayed. And so when we got there, that's exactly what happened. We rang the bell. Uh, The girl came to answer the door. She had her eyes red. She had been crying for an hour. I'm telling you, when I prayed, it was an hour before because it took us one hour to get from where we were to this girl's house. And exactly an hour before when we prayed, God went upon the mother and she was so firm, so stern, told the mother, look told the daughter the mother told the daughter if you go to Michigan do not come back again to my house you're not welcome to come back do not go to Michigan and if you disobey me you do not come back so the girl got scared and uh, she cried and cried and and despaired and so when we got there the first thing she goes You're not going to believe. An hour ago, my mother, I don't know what got into her, she told me that if I come to Michigan with you guys, I'm not welcome back to come back to our home. She said, I cannot come to Michigan. And my daughter said, well, obey your mother. She knows best. I was so happy that my daughter remembered (laughs) and she said what she's supposed to say. And I said nothing. We just walked in. I took all my, my belongings from there. We said bye-bye and we left and we flew back to Michigan. God heard our prayers. This I, I can never forget. I can never forget this experience because my son, you see, was very serious with this girl. They were serious with each other. And it wouldn't have been a good match because my son was already a a licensed minister. He was already in the ministry. He was doing ministry already. And so it was not a good match. And so you see, these are the things that I'm talking about, that God will get involved. We'll get involved with everything we do, with our children, with our household, with our finance, with our health, with everything that pertains to us. Because God loves us. Notice that God loved us, yet while we were out there sinners. We were doing so many sins, so many things that were not even pleasing to Him, and God loved us so much that He sent His Son, His only Son, John three sixteen. He sent His His only Son for you and me to save us from this terrible world and give us (laughs) and move us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light, the Bible says. So he loved us while we were sinners. How much more? He loves us now and he wants to guide us into all truth. He wants to direct our lives. he just wanted to do so much for us. He told the people of Israel in the Old Testament, in uh, Deuteronomy 11, he said, I wish, I wanted to give you days of heaven on earth. And if there was uh, His wishes in the Old Testament, how much more is in the New Testament that we are in a better covenant now? In the New Testament, you see, God wants to get give us a taste of heaven on earth, days of heaven on earth. I can truly say, that since I got born again, I have been experiencing days of heaven on earth and this is why i'm sharing this truth with you to encourage you that it is possible though you don't hear this very truth so much today because the the word of God has been watered down and nobody want, wants to be real because reality is scary for many believers. But I'm, I'm real and I'm going to give you this real God. They've done wonders for me and many of my people have experienced what I'm experienced, what I have experienced and I'm still in experience. well we are out of time and we will continue with this uh, courageous faith that takes action. So stay tuned for till next uh, next week and I see you again in the meantime I pray that those everybody, that's under my voice, that be blessed big, just like he blessed me so big that I can testify of him now. And you too, one day, can testify of his greatness in Jesus' name. So be it, and I'll see you next week.
0: You've been listening to Answers for Life with pastor and Bible teacher, Sarah Gardner. Pastor Sarah opened God's Word today to help you learn to live an abundant life of faith. We know you are equipped with discipleship tools for everyday life. Podcasts like Answers for Life are great tools to help spread the Word of God to others. Would you do us a favor? Share this podcast with your friends and family post a link to Answers for Life on your Facebook page. Thanks. Don't forget to return next week as Pastor Sarah continues to equip you with discipleship tools. And thank you for joining us today for Answers for Life.